Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. Do you want to get paid for posting on social media but don't know where to start? Do you hear about other creators getting paid thousands of dollars for posting even though they don't have a massive following? Maybe you're thinking that you need to hit a certain number of followers in order to get paid for your content. Today, we're doing a deep dive into the world of brand partnerships, sponsorships, getting paid for content, UGC, and most importantly, how much should you be charging these brands? FYPM, which stands for You Pay Me, is a glass door for content creators. I've been so impressed by using this platform because content creators, like myself, are able to upload what they were paid, what deliverables were required, how their overall experience was, and all of the other details about brand partnerships that they've had in the past. Brands can also upload how much they have paid content creators and all of that same information. And agencies, which are often the middle people between content creators and these brands, can also upload to FYPM, so it's a totally transparent platform. Instead of having to rely on random sites that give you generic algorithms and equations to figure out how much you should charge brands, you can look it up on FYPM and see exactly what other content creators who are in your industry, of your similar following size, and of your same deliverables are getting paid by these brands. I think FYPM is absolutely necessary. I mean, think about a traditional nine to five job. You are aware of base salary. You can go on sites like Glassdoor and see what other people are being paid by other companies. So there's no guesswork as to what is fair for you and the amount of work that you're being put in. But in the world of content creation and getting brands to pay content creators, I think because it's such a new space and it's an up and coming industry, which by the way is booming and rapidly growing at the pace of multiple billions of dollars each year, I think that there's a lack of transparency and I think that there's, it's kind of like a wild wild west where you can kind of charge whatever you want and it's not quite clear on how much different creators are getting paid for different content and so for example you might reach out to a brand that you want to work with and in exchange for a post on your instagram feed they're going to send you free content Meanwhile, you have no idea that a content creator who has a very similar sized following to you, a very similar style to you, and is posting the same content to their Instagram feed, they were able to negotiate and get paid a couple hundred dollars. But because a platform like FYPM hasn't existed in the past, you would have no way of knowing that and you might not know if it's fair or reasonable for you to be paid for that content. And in just a moment, I'm gonna bring Lindsay onto the podcast and we're gonna talk a little bit more about her platform, how you can access it, and also her tips for content creators. But before we even do that, I wanted to share some of my top tips for getting brand partnerships and collaborations. And this is coming from someone who has done over 50 different brand collaborations and sponsorships, and I've made over $100,000 from those sponsorships. But I know what you might immediately be thinking, and this might even be why you decided to listen. You might be thinking, well, I have a small following. Can I really get paid? Brock, I have a thousand followers. Can I really get paid for my content or should I just take free stuff? Brock, I don't have any followers. Like I just started my account and I have 30 followers. Can I get paid? 
The answer to all of those questions is yes. And as you'll hear Lindsay say, you should get paid and you should expect to be paid. Brands sending out free product in exchange for content on social media is quickly becoming a thing of the past. And I think that's awesome because it takes a lot of time, energy, and effort for us content creators to make posts and share them on our social media. Even if we only have three followers, it still took time, creativity, resources, and effort to create that content, and we deserve to be compensated for it. In fact, according to Lindsay and her platform, the median price of one Instagram reel shared to the feed by someone with 10,000 followers or less is $218. And if you have between 50,000 and 100,000 followers on Instagram, the median price for you sharing a reel to your feed is $878. So hopefully if you're someone who is consuming this podcast today and you've never done a brand deal before, and maybe you came here with low expectations or even no expectations, hopefully Hopefully that's a present surprise that you can get paid a couple hundred bucks even if you don't have a massive mega following. And I do want to let you know that we have an entire course around this subject. Included in this course is not just how to get brand deals, but we also give you example pitch decks and pitch letters, which you can basically copy and paste and just put in your own information and send them off to brands. If you want more information on that course, you can go to shaleen.com forward slash brand deals. But with that being said, let me share with you my eight quick tips before we get into the interview. Tip number one, before you get started, make a list of brands that you already know, use, and trust. Look around your house, look at your content, look at your niche and the things that you normally post about in your niche, and just say, hey, what kinds of things do I use? What kind of things do I love? Maybe you love your mouse and your mouse relates to your niche. Maybe you have a special jump rope that you love and you're a fitness content creator. Maybe there is some sort of kitchen utensil that you love and you do cooking or baking recipes. Just think about your daily life and the products that you use on a daily basis. Then make a list of all of the ones that you actually love to use and that you actually trust the brands. And then whittle that list down to the list of brands and products that relate to your niche. And then tip number two is to find other people who have done collaborations with those brands and then reach out to those creators and ask for the emails or the contact info of the person of contact with the brand who's in charge of partnerships and collaborations. Tip number three, when you reach out, include a portfolio or a pitch deck. Now, again, this is something that is covered in detail in our Brand Deals 101 course, but essentially this includes things like your following size, your engagement rate, possibly even past collaborations or examples of content that you create if you haven't done any collaborations already. It's kind of like a resume and a cover letter that brands can quickly skim through and see kind of a synopsis of why they might want to work with you. Speaking of why they might want to work with you, tip number four is to reach out with a specific value proposition and a specific clear intent of what this collaboration could look like, why they should collaborate with you, why you love them and your maybe even personal story or experience with the product. And if you have case studies or previous examples, you can include that as well to really sweeten the deal and make it very obvious to the brand as to why you're a great fit for someone to collaborate with. Tip number five, and this is something that Lindsay mentions in the podcast, and that's to not just have this whole conversation happening over text or DM or email, but instead encourage them to hop on a phone call or a Zoom call so you can actually meet the person face-to-face, -face, you can communicate, and you can just get much better sense of relationship with the brand that you're going to collaborate with 
or at least just be that much more persuasive in your pitching of yourself when you're actually talking to another human being rather than just communicating via email. Number six, and I know I said this earlier, I know you said that you should expect to be paid, but if you are absolutely day one just getting started, it's okay, depending on the circumstances, depending on the brand, to accept free stuff. Let's say it's a super small beeswax company and you're looking for a fitness sponsorship. Maybe with that brand, it doesn't make sense to accept some free beeswax. But let's say Nike wants to sponsor you and send you free shoes every couple months. Maybe if you're a runner and you do fitness content, maybe that's an awesome brand. Maybe it really adds to your credibility that you are sponsored by Nike and you have to buy those shoes every couple months anyway. So getting free shoes every three months, that's kind of worth it for you. I'm not trying to shame any content creators who do accept free stuff. It's okay if you're just getting started or if the right opportunity presents itself to accept free stuff. But with that being said, and as you'll hear us talk about in the podcast, you should go into this with the expectation that you're going to be paid. And even if you have a small sized following, you can offer these brands things like usage rights or UGC content in exchange for monetary compensation. And that doesn't matter if you have any followers or even if you have a social media account at all. Number seven, and this is a tip for when you get the dreaded no, or even worse, the dreaded no response. Those don't mean no. Those mean not right now. Those mean that the brand maybe missed your email or the brand just wasn't open to collaborations right now or they've already fully spent their marketing budget for this quarter. So no doesn't always mean no and you shouldn't take it personally. Instead, reframe it as not right now. And then my eighth tip before we get into this interview, and this is something that I've learned from experience, is create a Google Sheet or some sort of spreadsheet where you can track all of this. If you're going to add brand partnerships as a serious stream of income, for yourself and a thing that you are doing on a monthly, if not weekly basis, then it can quickly become a lot to juggle with all the different deliverables for different brands, different deadlines, scripts, editing, all of these things, actually posting the content. And so I would highly recommend staying as organized as possible. And that starts from day one with some sort of spreadsheet just to track all of the different variables and all the different information related to your brand deals. Oh, and then finally, one more pro tip. We've done episodes relating to many chat and DM automation in the past, but this is kind of my secret sauce of how I'm able to get brand deals and get brands to pay me more than they pay other content creators with the same following size who are offering the same deliverables. And that's that I use DM automation. And DM automation allows me to have better conversion rates, more clicks, and more people actually going to whatever the brand is hoping to promote. And so when I go to a brand, I'm able to say, hey, I know that I'm charging more than this other content creator who has the same size following and is offering you the same exact content. But here's the difference. I am going to get you better results. I'm going to get you more clicks and a better conversion rate because of this strategy that I use on my Instagram. I'm not just gonna send people to the link in my bio. I'm gonna use DM automation. And then I give them some of the statistics and some of the results from past collaborations that I've done. And so we don't need to go deep into that right now. And that's a real way to stand out and set yourself apart from everyone else who is maybe reaching out to this brand in order to do a collaboration. And it's a great way to not only ask for, but also to deserve and 
earn more money, better compensation from these brands. But again, we don't have time to go deep into that today. I highly recommend listening to some of our past episodes relating to ManyChat or DM automation. Or if you are an Insta Club Hub member, then just check out some of the trainings that we have for you inside the club. We have really detailed trainings. I think we've even done some live trainings that are like 90 minutes long that go in depth on how to use ManyChat, how to use DM automation, and how it can really improve your clicks and conversion rates. But with all of that being said, with those tips out of the way, I am excited to bring on Lindsay Lugren from FYPM onto the podcast. It's a great conversation. It's really exciting. And uh, make sure to get a pen and a piece of paper ready to take some notes. Hey, Lindsay, welcome to the podcast. Hey, thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm so excited to have you here. Like I said, off air, I originally found you from a TikTok of yours that came up on my For You page. And I was instantly like within a couple seconds of you saying what it is you do and what this company is that you founded. I was like, oh my gosh, the world needs this. Like our audience, my followers, they need this because I get so many messages about this. So can you tell me, kind of like give me the elevator pitch, the 60 second spiel. What is FYPM? Yeah. So FYPM is a glass door for creators and talent managers and Essentially what it is, is like, if you have a following on social media and brands are asking you to post about them, you can you can look them up on FYPM and see how much they paid other people for, for the same types of things. And you can filter your results by follower count, platform, niche, the brand, obviously, like just basically anything to help you kind of make sense of or help you create like a baseline rate of what to charge. And it's funny that you say that because I started FYPM because I was trying to solve my own problem. (laughs) I needed this website and yeah. (laughs) Gotcha. Gotcha. So basically you're helping content creators, whether you're an influencer with a couple million followers or you're someone with a couple hundred followers, you're helping them in its simplest sense, figure out like what is fair, what is, what is reasonable. And also like, what are other people charging and getting paid for, for working with brands, right? Yeah. Yeah, gotcha. so it, it helps you get an idea of how much money an individual brand is willing to spend. Also helps you compare yourself to other people like you to see like, just to try to hit that sweet spot. Yeah. Can you tell me a little <laughs> yeah. bit more about how you're figuring all of this out? Like how how does FYPM, how, how are you able to tell me what is fair or you know how much I should be charging? What's kind of the basis for this? Yeah, well, we're still gathering data. I think the biggest pull right now is like, so if you have like a traditional nine to five and you're considering getting, or you're considering getting like a traditional nine to five, you go on Glassdoor to do a couple things you basically go to like evaluate your opportunity cost of working with a particular person so it's the same thing right here and within that there's all sorts of things you you consider it's like how much are they going to pay me because you know you need money to live but also like is this gonna help me progress in my career is this going to be a nightmare (laughs) am i going to hate working here so fypm is designed to like deliver that type of experience right now. We did launch a rate my offer tool earlier this year and we hired a data scientist to help us develop our proprietary pricing algorithm which essentially like 
if you put in an offer from a brand, you put in the terms, the deliverables, like like information about yourself. You can also input the brand, you know, so it like correlates like the the history of like how much that particular brand is willing to pay, you know, if they have a lot of reviews. And it kind of like scans your offer or compares it to all like, I don't know how many we have now, like 19,000 collabs in our database. And it tells wow. you if the offer is like below average, about average, like typical or above average. And there's like a whole wide range of like, it's it's definitely a multivariable <laughs> algorithm. <laughs> yeah, I can yeah. imagine. And that's really, that's so useful because whenever I look this up, like when, when you just Google, like how much should I charge a brand? you get like the most cookie cutter generic answers and it's like, you know, 10% of your engagement rate or 10% of your followers. Like it's always this super basic generic thing. But what you just said is you have like 19,000 collaboration examples. So like people basically mm -hmm. submit what they received in terms of like compensation and then also what their deliverables were. Mm -hmm. And that all goes into your database. Is that correct? Yeah. And the terms. So it takes into consideration who you are, who the brand is, what they're asking for. Yeah, that's basically it. Because what they're asking for, it's like, it's not just the deliverables, it's the terms. Like, there's a big difference between, like, I like to call them, like, high effort versus low effort deliverables. Like, there's a lot more that goes into producing video content than there is to producing a story, yeah. which is, like, gonna, like, disappear in like 24 hours versus the other one could potentially live on your like on your page for forever and then also things like usage rights and exclusivity stuff like that like there's premiums attached to all those different things and i think i'm just rambling now uh <laughs> <laughs> no no that, that that totally makes sense when yeah. i was looking at your website, which by the way, for anyone who wants to check it out, it's fypm.vip. But I noticed right on the homepage, there was kind of like a search for brands option. So I want to talk more about that. But first and foremost, do you know off the top of your head, roughly how many brands you have in the database? A little bit over 8,000. That's insane. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. So I, I pulled yeah. up the list and at first it kind of just gave me like alphabetical drop down. And so I was like, oh, I'll just pick one off the top. And I picked 1-800-Flowers. And so I'm able to see like, what is the average compensation? Do they usually pay in cash or do they usually pay in product? Mm -hmm. You're also able to see like what people's average experience was. Like, was it an average positive experience or negative experience? So all of this is really interesting. And then there's a brand score as well. And it's between mm -hmm. one and five. Can you tell me more about the brand score and kind of like what that's based off of? Yeah. So right now the, the brand score is super basic. It's a basic NPS score, which is a net promoter score, which is basically like kind of like when you take a standardized test, if you get an answer wrong, it detracts from your score. If you get an answer right, it adds. I guess the standardized test is a bad example, but if it's neutral, it like just kind of like doesn't really do much. But in the next version of FYPM, which we plan to, are, we're hoping to launch at least by February, it's gonna be so much more. We're gonna, like, it's, it's basically gonna be a search engine. You will wow. be able to type in anything and the collabs will find you. The example I like to give is like, 
or actually this is the example we're going to be putting in our pitch deck <laughs> with the prototype we're designing it out right now like so i'm an influencer and like i'm going on vacation to mexico and i'm struggling with like butt acne this is literally the example we're using i will be able to do two things on like the next version of fypm one i will be able to post things that says like something like hey i'm going to mexico any br any swimsuit brands want to sponsor my trip you know and those brands will be able to find me and give me an offer or i will be able to type in <laughs> butt acne and it will show up a list of all the relevant open collabs for like relevant products that different brands are trying to promote and you can directly apply to them. Instagram is a beast. There is no lie that every single week the algorithm changes, there's a million new features, there's so much to keep track of, so much you have to worry about, and all you're trying to do is scroll your business, trying to get more customers and make more sales on Instagram. That is why we created the Insta Club Hub to help you learn exactly what you need to know to stay up to date with the changes that are actually relevant to you as a business owner and to help you grow your following and customer base on Instagram. You can check it out, best part, for only $7. You can join a two-week trial for only $7. That's 50 cents per day for two weeks. And all you have to do to grab that trial offer is go to instaclubhub.com forward slash trial. Again, that link will be down in the description. But right now, while you're listening, you can just open up your Safari browser or whatever internet browser you use and just go to instaclubhub.com forward slash trial. It will show up a list of all the relevant open collabs for like relevant products that different brands are trying to promote and you can directly apply to them as gotcha. well. Gotcha. So when you say when you say open collabs, does that mean that brands are basically able to like advertise their collaborations on FYPM or how does that work? Yes. So it's going to be something like that, but it's going to be totally different. So brands are going to be able to, and there, there's going to be different layers of access here. So they won't be able to see like any of their reviews unless you give them explicit permission. Because like I mentioned before we were recording, like we have kind of this chronic backlog problem. So we're changing things up. You'll be able to verify your reviews either through team FYPM, which is how it is now, or if you're not like afraid of, the brand you can request the brand to verify it themselves so switching it up a little bit but you don't you don't have to do that if you don't do that they will never see it so it's still gotcha. like full control but what we're going to be doing is actually encouraging brands who have claimed their brand page and are paying for FYPM to post their open campaigns mm -hmm. in that process post like just stay what the budget is and kind of like update it how much is committed already so you kind of like know whether or not to waste your time applying or not and then yeah and then when you do apply they're going to have a it's going to be similar to the rate my offer tool on fypm now where but the brand said it's going to be build my offer where we like show what the standard ranges are based off of like who's applying etc gotcha. if that makes any sense yeah. yeah, no, it does. It does. You said right now there's like a backlog and I know we've talked about this. And so right <laughs> now, primarily it's the FYPM team who's manually kind of like 
vetting and, and approving these submissions. So can you walk me through kind of essentially like what goes on within the platform to make sure that if I'm Brock Johnson and I just signed up, I can't just say, oh, hey, 1-800-Flowers paid me $40,000 to post one story with one bouquet. Like, how, how are you vetting that? How are you checking all of that? And just making sure that this awesome platform that you're built is actually being honest and credible. Yeah. So data control and quality is extremely important to us. Like, without that, we have nothing. <laughs> so we don't just let everyone in who applies. So in order to be approved to use our website, you have to create a profile and review a brand you've worked with, and then you have to be verified and approved. So basically, we only approve applications to join if we believe that the person who is applying is who they say they are, and that they worked with the brand they're reviewing, and also that the contents of the review accurately ref like reflect the nature of the collab. And when we, when you submit a review, we also require you to attach like links, like screenshots showcasing like proof of payment, emails, DMs with the brand or like whole contracts. Some people do that. It just kind of like depends. It's, it's an art and a science. So, <laughs> but it's, it's difficult to scale that process, you know, without like yeah. compromising quality. So the next version of the site we're switching to, it's going to be like a pay or play model. Like you can join immediately and pay for access if you want. If you want like free access to FYPM, you can, it's going to be like one verified review equals one month free. So this is also how we're doing our database. And that review can either be verified by team FYPM, which is probably going to take forever or the brand themselves. So it kind of encourages brands to join as well and be transparent and share their budgets, et cetera, et cetera. And we're going to like all of our pricing tools are going to be powered by verified reviews only. And then it's like, you'll be able to tell when you're looking at a review on the site, if it's pending verification, if it's, you know, verified by FYPM or if it's verified by the brand or the agency or whatever. So you can gotcha. use your best judgment on whether or not you should believe it or not. Gotcha. Um, okay. So let's say yeah. I'm someone who I don't have any brand deals yet. I have zero partnerships I've ever done, but I want to, like, I want to start getting these collaborations. How can I use the site? How can I join? Can I join or not yet? Kind of walk me through what that might look like. Yeah. So you'll be able to join in February and pay for access. Right now, there's no way to join, but just like DM me and I'll like help you out. I'll I'll tell you like what if it's a specific brand you have a question about, I'll like I'll just like tell you what we have so far. We gotcha. just can't like let like how it's built now, we just we just can't let anyone on the side because this is how we've been building our database, but like in the future, like incentives are going to be realigned. People are going to be incentivized to contribute reviews every single month so they can use it for free. Gotcha. Yeah. So if I go to uh, FYPM.VIP, if I write, like when I right now I do this, and obviously I've already been approved, I've been using the platform. So when I land on that page, I see like the search brands button. So is that something that I can only do because I've been approved and I've been added? Or is that something yes. that anyone can search brands? Well, I mean, anyone can search brands like public facing, but only you can see the reviews in the inside, like if you're uh, approved. 
from your point of view, from someone who had this need and now you've created this solution for people, what are some just like beginner tips, basic information that you would give to someone who's listening right now and they are still in that category of, I've never done a collaboration before and I don't even know where to start. Like what are some some beginner yeah. tips? Yeah, so beginner tip number one, never assume that just because you haven't done it before that you shouldn't be paid. That is absolutely not true. It entirely depends on who's asking and what they're asking you to do and also who you are. Like only you can decide if something is going to be worth your time or not. So don't let anybody convince you otherwise. And number two, reach out to your peers who've done it before and ask them for advice. If a specific brand is asking, and that's why you're entertaining the idea, follow FYPM, DM us. I'll, you know, I'll just tell you what we got on that brand. If you promise to join FYPM later and review your experience. <laughs> yeah. And then as you go through this creator journey, like just make sure like, like just don't try to be anyone else. Just be authentically you. I'm curious if there's any sort of like mistakes that you think new creators make. I know you mentioned a moment ago, you know, feeling like, you know, you can't really do it because you haven't done it before, or maybe feeling like, oh, I only have this many followers, so I can't get paid yet. I should just accept free product. You know, are there any mistakes that you think people make, especially early on that you might want to recommend avoiding? Yeah. The number one is just assuming that you don't deserve to be paid or assuming that like, just because the brand is like offering you an opportunity that you should take it. They're like, it's like I said, it, you know, it, it ranges incredibly. Like sometimes an unpaid opportunity can be great for your career. Sometimes it just is a complete waste of time <laughs> and you should yeah. just pass. And there are a lot of brands. We came out with our like top 10 best and worst brands to work for a list. Our very first one at the beginning of this year. Mm -hmm. And that's a good place to start <laughs> doing your research too. Like if you have an opportunity with one of the top brands, that's typically like a green flag, go for it. If it's one of the worst brands, it's typically like, a, eh, just wait. You're always better off investing your time and money in your personal brand than working with a brand that just sucks. You gotcha. know? That, yeah, that yeah. makes sense. I was looking at your Instagram and yeah, I saw that. I think that's one of the pinned posts and the top 10 best brands for influencers. I pulled it up right here. Adobe, Amazon, Michaels, BioGaia, I'm not sure, Gaia, I've never heard of that, Express, 1908 Gin, Hero, Bob's Red Mill, like the oatmeal, which I literally just bought uh -huh. at the store today. So I should, I should hit them up because I eat their oatmeal every morning. Samsung, <laughs> Curlsmith, and Farah Organic Pet Food. Interesting. So those are the 10 best brands. I'm curious because a lot of these, when I see some of these, like these are big names, Samsung and Adobe and Michaels, like those are big names. So do you find that majority of the time these brands are finding and reaching out to creators themselves? Or do you find that more often than not, the creators are the, the people who are actually making that initial contact with the brand? Yeah, it's, it's both. Since we launched the list, all of our best brands have started receiving a lot more inbound, <laughs> yeah. which, which is good. But what they, one thing they do all have in common is they all have a organized 
like influencer management program. They all are very good at communicating expectations, deadlines, deliverables, payment, you know, there's not not anything confusing when you're working with one of these brands, which is still very rare in this industry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's it's such a new space and I feel like so many like the big brands, like obviously that list Adobe, Amazon, Michaels, Samsung, Bob's Red Mill, like they might have the size or the capital to bring in an entire influencer marketing department or an entire like collaborations team, or maybe a smaller team, a smaller company, I should say, doesn't quite have the ability or they don't even recognize the value in that yet. So let's run through the the top 10 worst brands to work with. And this was based <laughs> off 2022 data. So a lot of these I haven't even heard of. So Crown and Paw, I'm going to guess that's something related to like pets, Glamnetic, MVMT, which is movement, Vivea, Viv Vivaya, I'm not sure, Golly Nutrition, Revive Superfoods, Fashion Nova, which is hilarious to see that in the top <laughs> 10 worst, Truly, Naked, I'm guessing that maybe like, is that like Naked the makeup company or Naked the juice company, N you know? Wait, they should be tagged. Some of them untag themselves, though. Oh, I, yep. I think oh yeah. Naked. They're it's a fashion a, company. Oh, so yeah. It's, it's like a Swedish okay, wow. apparel company. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. You're right. And yeah. then the other, the last one on the list was Daniel Wellington. Interesting. So sometimes, like when you're looking at FYPM reviews, you'll see like brands who maybe had negative reviews when they were just getting started, like in like 2020 or whatever, but they overall trend positive because the people who are running the programs like learn something, they take into consideration the feedback and they improve their program. These brands have a track record of treating influencers badly and never changing. <laughs> so gotcha. yeah, so it's like, you know, there's, there's normal growing pains with like growing a business and figuring out how to work with influencers. And as long as you learn something from that, then then you'll be fine. But if you don't, you'll end up on the worst brands list until you get your shit together. So <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. All right. Yeah. I got gotcha. And the pay tends to be like typical or below average. Gotcha. So, yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Speaking of getting mm -hmm. your shit together, let's say I am looking to get some more brand deals myself and I want to kind of get my ducks in a row. What should I be thinking about? Should I have rates and deliverables in my head? Should I have like a pitch deck? Should I have like UGC content that I've previously made? What are some some good things that I should have kind of like in my tool belt when I start this process of, of negotiating and, and looking for brands to partner with? Yeah. So this is a tough one because, again, it depends on like your goals and also if the, like what the brand's doing. So from my own experience hiring a UGC creator for FYPM, what I did is I, I, you know, I messaged all of our approved users and said what we were looking for, which was very specific. I was looking for UGC creators to help me create content for our, for FYPM's TikTok. So I kind of sent out like a JD type thing and the emails that were the most useful that I like flagged to like pursue later because I got a ton of responses, ones that were short ones that clearly communicated that like how and why like they use the site like like gave me an idea of 
what type of content they could create, easy links to their UGC portfolio, and like pointed to specific examples of similar types of videos they've made in the past for other like mm. apps, technology type stuff. So gotcha. I, if I were a creator, what I would do is don't spam outreach a bunch of brands. They're just gonna like delete the email make it special pick a couple you know you want to work for and make it personal make it easy for them to see like see why they should like continue the discussion so show them your portfolio work show them similar examples in the past you don't need to like bring up rates or anything instead of bringing up rates and deliverables ask them what their goals are right now, like what their content marketing goals are and try to get them on the phone. Don't make it like a long email, but just be like, what are your goals right now? I love your business. I've done work like this for like similar work in the past. I would love to work with you. Can we get on the phone? What are your goals? Gotcha. That's, that's super useful. That was a long answer. Yeah. So <laughs> No, no, that totally makes sense. That totally makes sense. I feel like I can picture exactly how I would reach out to brands. And then also myself thinking about like when brands have reached out to me, it's the mm -hmm. same thing, but in reverse, right? When they send me like a 19 mm -hmm. paragraph email, I don't want to read through that whole thing. I don't have time to read through that whole thing. But when it's, mm -hmm. it's like short, concise, but yet it's still like clearly written for me. It's not like mm -hmm. dear sir or madam, like it's very clearly written for me, <laughs> right? Like they're talking about posts I've made or content I've shared. And they really, they clearly articulate how me as a creator, how I would jive really well and fit into like their business, their goals, whatever. Those are the ones that I respond to and that I have that conversation with. So it makes mm -hmm. sense that then from the other perspective, like the brands want the same thing, short, succinct. Mm -hmm. Here's how we could work together. Here's how I have already posted content that, you know, might fit what you're looking for. And then let's, let's mm -hmm. talk next step. Let's see what your goals are. So that's very, very helpful. Well, Lindsay, mm -hmm. I really appreciate you being here today. Thank you so much for sharing all of this knowledge with us. We'll put the links to everything, but I'm curious just from your own perspective, someone who got started as a content creator and needed a solution to this problem. Any last words of advice, words of encouragement, quick tips you want to share with my audience before we let you go? Yes. Be you. You're always better off investing in yourself. If like an opportunity seems sketch, move on. There will always be another. Anywhere there are eyeballs, brands will be willing to pay you for those eyeballs. Don't be afraid to ask for money. Always ask for money. You know, well, always expect money, I guess. Hmm. Gotcha. I'm trying to think. I'm getting excited now. I can um, tell. Join <laughs> FYPM and tell your friends. Share your salary. It keeps things expensive for brands. And get excited for the next version of FYPM because it's going to be an extremely powerful tool. Awesome. Well, I'm yeah. excited for the next version of FYPM. I'm excited that I found you in this like early-ish stage and I'm already in. And so mm -hmm. I know I've already submitted at least one of my previous brand partnerships on the platform. And I'm going to submit a lot more now because I do a lot. So I'm excited. Yeah. Lindsay, Lindsay <laughs> thank you so much for being here today. We appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope you learned something new. And as always, happy networking. Mm -hmm.